Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world. This is Austin from A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. If you love this podcast episode and if you love this podcast in general, I have some other really, really great things. So first and foremost, I actually am an approved teacher for guided meditations on the Insight Timer app. So you can actually search that on Google Store as well as the Apple Store. That's going to be, once again, Insight Timer. You can also find some guided meditations like self-love and wealth affirmations on my YouTube. That's going to be PMPVXMEO, or you can just look up PVMPV Podcast on YouTube. You can also find me on Instagram, PMPV Podcast. You can also find my website, PMPVPodcast.com. That will also take you a link to my guided affirmation cards. There's 35 cards, all with guided affirmations with beautiful phrases, starting with I am. It's one of the most powerful phrases we can use when talking about ourselves, and we need to make sure that we follow ourselves up with love and that affection. So if you're curious at all, and if you're open to exploring or checking out something different, I strongly encourage you, if you love this podcast, and if you love these episodes, and if you really resonate with them, check out some more of my content. It's beautiful, and I know you're going to love it. Peace and blessings and love and light always. Ashe. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. Welcome to our first episode of 2024, y'all. The year of abundance, right? So if we add two plus two plus four, breaking down the year of 2024 individually, if we add those two and two and four together, it makes eight. Eight is the number of abundance. It's the number of infinity, right? And there is so much to look forward to. Most importantly, We have to look forward to the development and growth and evolution, as well as success and abundance of you. Yes, you. So first and foremost, I want to take a moment for you. And I ask you to do this with me. Take a moment to acknowledge all of your growth of 2023. And not even 2023, just from 2020 to 2023 in the last three years. Let's take a moment to really reflect on the growth that you have had in these last three years. All of the expansion, all of the trials and tribulations, all of the times where you were confused, you felt lost, all of the times that you were unsure, but you still made a move anyway. All of the times where everybody was saying to go left, but you fell in your gut and in your intuition to go right, and you made that choice. I want to take a moment to acknowledge these last three years, because so much has happened, right? Not only in our world, but within our inner worlds as well. We have experienced loss, turmoil, trial and tribulation, both physical and spiritual and mental, as well as emotional. We have seen so many things in this life. We have experienced so much and we continue to. But these last three years, if they have done anything for you, they have made you more resilient. They have hopefully revealed to you the people who are on your side, who are here with you to support you, 
who want to see you win, not just when it benefits them, but when it only benefits you. You are seeing the places that you are welcomed and the places where you are unwelcomed. You are understanding the energies around you. You are seeing people's true colors. You are seeing beneath the mask that they wear and seeing their true nature. And whether you realize you're consciously doing this or not, subconsciously, you have been growing and evolving. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a month, a year, three years, however long, I just want to say thank you. But by you listening to this podcast, you are choosing the direction of evolution. You are choosing to grow because you're seeking out knowledge. You're seeking out something. And it doesn't have to be just my podcast. It's podcasts in general. Because if you're listening to podcasts, you're probably looking up or listening to books. And you're probably changing up the conversations, the things that you're saying, or the people that you're hanging around with as well. So over time, think about that. Think about where you were in 2020. And think about where you are in 2023. And now think about where you're beginning 2024. I just want to say I'm fucking proud of you. I am proud of you for overcoming these challenges and obstacles. I am proud of you for confronting the demons that no one knows about. I am proud of you for finding that inner strength, that inner resilience, for finding that inner fire to continue to drive and push yourself through these obstacles, through these challenges, through these tough times. I am so, so proud of you. As we now look forward to 2024 and beyond, what does that look like for you? What have you envisioned for your life? Have you? Right. And if you haven't recently, I know a lot of stuff has been going on in the world with our lives. I ask you, you know, take a couple hours, take if you can, even 30 minutes to an hour. Right. Take as much time as you can and take note of where you've been in your life, where you have overcome obstacles and challenges in these last three years. And now let's also write where we want to go in 2024. The reason why I ask you to take part in this exercise is because I think that part of 2024 is really establishing a healthy balance between selfishness and selflessness. And when I say that, I want to say that You know, I think that people have over time gotten selfishness misconstrued and I did as well. However, I began learning about the universe, about the world, about the law of attraction, about magnetic energies, about our own magnetic energy field and how we are able to create and manifest in this world, how we are able to bring into reality things that we dream. And to be completely honest with you, it, it really starts with being selfish, right? And I know that may sound weird, but I really want to define what selfishness is to me. Doing what is in the best interest for your higher self. Now, when I say your higher self, your higher self is, I want to say that higher consciousness that reflects and connects to you, 
that reflects back at you. Whenever you do something good, whenever you move forward in good energy, whenever you feel good, right? You're connected to that higher self, right? Or as the practicers of the law of attraction and Abraham Hicks would say, you're connected to source. When you're feeling good, right? When you're in a state of feeling good, typically you're doing and performing the actions that make you feel good. You're in a thought process. You are doing right some self-care. You're doing some self-pampering. You're going shopping. Maybe you're cooking a nice meal for yourself. Maybe you're just taking a day of relaxation and taking a nap, right? Or you're just hanging out relaxing, right? Regardless of what the exercise is, is you are doing something for yourself. And because you're doing something for yourself, you feel good. And because you feel good, you attract good that is around you. And from that, you continue to attract better and better and better based upon how you feel and how you treat yourself. So once again, to define selfishness, you're not doing these things at the expense of another person's hurt, at the expense of another person's detriment. You're not doing this to hurt someone or to put someone in a predicament of detriment. Because in understanding selfishness, only thing that selfishness really is when used in a healthy way is practicing self-love. You're practicing healthy boundaries. You're practicing putting your energy first before trying to give energy you don't have out to others, especially to others who may not be deserving of it, right? So there is a healthy balance between being selfish and being selfless, right? And being selfless is easy, right? Especially for people like me. And I find that a lot of people that listen to this podcast find that, you know, it's easy to be selfless. We give ourselves, we give our time, we give our energy, we give our space, we give our finances, our resources, our food, our clothing. You know, whenever someone needs something, we're there for them. Whenever someone needs help, right? Or they need a loan or they need support in some form or fashion. We're always quick to be there. Even if it's at the expense and detriment of ourselves, even if we put ourselves short, even if we leave ourselves hanging, right? Now here's a weird twist. What if the greatest lesson for you to learn in life is to learn to be able to give, but to be able to build first? And the saying always goes, you cannot give water from an empty well. And that means the exact same thing with your energy reserves, with your resources, and most importantly, with your most inexpensive resource, your time. That is the most finite resource that we have in this life is time, because that is the one thing we cannot get back. We can try to reverse the years. We can take medication, do surgeries. We can do all these things. But at the end of the day, chronos, time. Saturn, right? That's that's who rules time is Saturn. And that Saturnian feel as though there's a there's the lesson, right, in time in and of itself. It's because time is precious. We only get it once. And if we ever learn anything with time is that we don't get it back. So once again, we are always quick to give, even if at it's at the expense of ourselves. Now I say that to say. In 2024 and beyond, we are doing that no more. And I think that a lot of us have felt that in 2023. A lot of people felt a break, 
right? From family, from friends, from long-time relationships, from long-time workplaces, from home environments, from wherever you had breaking this cycle from. We felt as though we needed to break apart from this in order to truly free ourselves and be who we are meant to be. We had to let go. We had to be able to discern who deserved that energy, right? We had to learn and discern how much energy to give. And if we didn't learn that, we were giving and giving and giving till we didn't have any more. And then we gave some more till we were burnt out, right? And many people suffered physical traumas and issues and sicknesses. People suffered mental and emotional trauma, sicknesses and illnesses. There are so many things that people experienced because they chose to give selflessly at the expense of their self, right? So like, for example, if you give selflessly at the expense of yourself, let's break down the word selfless. It's the self and less. It's the less than the self, right? So you're giving, right? And you're giving and you're giving. But what happens when you're giving so much out of selflessness that you give then less than who your actual self is? So you're giving out as much as you can, but when it comes time for you to really give and really invest, you have nothing left of yourself to give because you've already given it to quite honestly places that didn't deserve it, that weren't worthy of it, right? And I think that also a part of being selfish comes a lesson. And I think that so many people are afraid of this lesson because it forces them to really act on their own. And this lesson of selfishness that I talk about is say once again, say you're on your last hundred dollars, you're on your last hundred dollars and you need to get gas, food, and you have to pay a bill this week. The total of that is $95. If only, right? Trust me. I know. I know y'all looking, y'all probably looking at me like, bro, have you not seen inflation? Trust me. I know guys, it's hypothetical. Trust me, go with it. So it's $95. And this longtime friend that you have is asking you for $20. Now you want to give it to him. But if you do that, you won't be able to pay that bill. Maybe that's a light bill. Or you won't be able to have food. Maybe that's for your kids' stomachs. Or you won't be able to have gas. Maybe that's to go to work. And you tell your friend this, right? You're like, oh man, you know, I would love to, but I just, I, I have, I don't have anything left. I got $5. And they're like, well, you know, I really need this. Or they turn on and say, well, you know about that time when I helped you out? This is just like that. And I really need that, right? Let's break down that conversation. You are being vulnerable to the point to where you are sharing the fact that you don't have enough, right? You're, you're explaining where your well reserves are and saying, I don't have enough to give you. I barely have enough for myself. You have someone in front of you who is not only saying that they should receive more than what you should be able to give because they deserve it. They are holding something over your head that you thought was being done out of love and careness when really it was being done to pull up later to say that they needed the exact equivalent, if not more. I'm illustrating this to you because I think a lot of people have experienced this in life. I know I sure have. But what this shows you is that that friend, that person, right? And it could be a family member. It could be anyone. They are willing to put you 
out, put you in a dire situation, put you and potentially even your family in an uncomfortable situation so that they're okay. How selfish is that? Right? Like you want to talk about me being selfish. How selfish is that? You're willing to take away from me so that you're okay. Last I checked, you're a grown-ass adult. Right? Last I checked, we are responsible for our lives in every which way. I didn't wash your ass this morning. I didn't get you out of bed. You did. Yet I am responsible for saving you at a time when I need to save myself. Those are the situations, those are the times where you say no. And in those moments, I hope that what is revealed to you is the true nature of those kinds of people. And if they haven't been already, and if you've been giving and giving and giving till you're literally putting yourself out at an expense, it's time to take to, to stop that. It's time to put that to an end. Because at the end of the day, those types of people do not know boundaries. They do not know when to stop. If they are willing to take from you when you have your last just so that they can be better off, what makes you think that they actually care about you? What makes you think that they actually enjoy your time and energy for being truly who you are, right? More than likely, they don't. They are doing these things and they are having you around because you're a resource to them. They know that you will be there for them, that you will be their safety net, even if it's at the expense of yourself. Once again, there is a balance to being selfless. If you are giving to the point that you are putting yourself, your kids, your family, your livelihood at stake, it is not worth it. And if the people that is asking for your assistance and support cannot understand that, then they are not right for you. And I know that that may be a bit blunt compared to prior episodes, but that's where we're at now in 2024. You know, and I find that a lot of people are really feeling a lot of the similar energy that I am, right? It's like, you know, I'm saying this, I'm being in my true authentic self and I'm standing on it, right? And at the end of the day, I don't think that we're only looking out for ourselves. We're making sure that we are practicing healthy boundaries, that we are putting self-love before anything, that we are making sure that we are going to be good and that we are going to be able to enjoy life so that we can be happy and share that love and those resources with another, right? Because if you had $200 instead of that 100 and that bill cost $95 still, you wouldn't have gave him 20, you probably would have gave him 30, 40 and didn't even ask for it back, right? But in this moment, you don't have that. So the same scenario. You have this person who you have $100, bills are 95 and they ask for 20 And you explain to them their situation. And they say, you know what? It's okay. I completely understand. You take that money and you use it for what you need to because you come first. And I thank you for being honest and for being here for me. But I'll find it another way. Look at how that feels. How did, like, you can even feel the tone and difference. And you can even feel your energy right? As you're hearing that, as opposed to the first response, that is a friend who is a genuine friend. That is someone who truly cares about you. That is someone who truly loves you. That is someone who understands 
you and put you first, even in times where you may not put yourself first. That is someone who you always want in your corner. And that is someone who helps you and enables you and shows you that it's okay to be healthily selfish, to be selfish in a healthy way, right? And once again, this all goes back to several episodes prior, and I've talked about it a couple times with practicing self-love, with having boundaries. Because one thing that I'm learning now more than ever, especially when people are in dire situations, they don't have boundaries, they lose them. When pressure is applied nowadays, people fold and they're willing to do anything to anyone to get what they need, to get what they feel that they want. And they will not put themselves in a tough position or take accountability for themselves, right? Now, I want to talk about the lessons that come with being selfish, because I think that sometimes we enter people's lives to help them. Yes, but sometimes helping them is showing them that they can do it themselves and they need to be self-reliant. And I mean that to like, for example, people who tend to take advantage of their parents, of their families and relatives, and they know that they can get a job. They know that they can make themselves financially stable, but they don't want to because they know that their family will always be there for them, that they have a friend who they can always call, right? Part of growing up and part of reaching on this journey to your higher self is self-sustainability. To show yourself that you can sustain not only yourself, but those things around you. That you are able to grow and evolve at your own pace and become your own human being. Because when you're living off of somebody else, you are mimicking and quite honestly taking in their energy. You're you're not being you genuinely you you're not being your true self you're being them because you know that there may be certain parts of you that they don't like and because they may not like it they may not give you what you need so you then perform you practice you put on a mirror you're i'm sorry you put on a mask and even when you look in the mirror over time you only see that mask you begin to lose yourself because you're not able to be your true authentic self because you're moving out of fear Right. So once again, you know, there's been so much that have happened in these last couple of years. There has been so much where we have once again looked out for one another. And I I honestly, truly want to say that this isn't an episode where I'm trying to say, be selfish, fuck the other person and say, screw that. that. That's not at all what I'm saying, because honestly, I am, if not anything, more for communal cooperation, right? Everyone coming together, working together. I very much believe in a community that is self-sustainable, living off the land, living off of each other, sharing with one another, trading. We don't we don't need these systems that we have been led to believe that we do, and which is why they're failing and crumbling and breaking now. If you don't know what I'm talking about, start doing some research. That's all I'm going to say. But at the same time, In order to trade with your neighbor, you have to have something to trade. And if you're too busy giving out everything that you have and not able to have anything for yourself, when it comes time to trade, what do you give? You have nothing, right? So once again, you have to be able to build yourself up before you can extend yourself out. And that also means an energy, right? I think that 
especially people nowadays, we're, we're so sensitive to energy. We can feel energy, right? I have amazing people around me. My girlfriend is one of them who can actually tap into and feel and connect with people's energies, who can hear them, who can connect with them. And, you know, these experiences, they're beautiful because they reflect an ability to understand someone else's energy and then take it in and then perceive it through a lens that most people can't, right? But when we're able to build ourselves with that kind of energy, we take on a lot of people's energy and people realize that. They realize that we're like this light source, we're this battery, right? And people always want to be around us. The, uh, the people who can't create that energy for themselves always want to be around someone who can and create that energy for them, right? And I find that a lot of people who are especially light workers, we attract some, some energetically draining people. And I think that these last couple of years, if it taught us anything, is it, it hopefully taught you, and if not, it will this year, will teach you boundaries. Boundaries to protect your energy, to be selfish with your energy, to be able to take time to build up enough energy for yourself, enough momentum for yourself to then share it with everyone, to then be selfless, right? And I think that once again, even in the scent, even in the phrase, right? Selfish versus selfless. We have one where it's the self and some ish, right? There's some ish that comes with that. But then we have the self and then we have less. We're, we're less than ourselves. We're, we're giving ourselves away to where we're less than what we originally were. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that we are like chipping off parts of who we are, but when you're giving out more energy than you have and you're not giving enough to yourself, you are giving out less than who you are and you are leaving yourself with less than your actual self. So how do we balance that? Well, it's a, it's, it's a journey and it's a, it's a fascinating journey because honestly, everybody's going to be different. Everybody's at different levels of setting boundaries. I know people who, you know, are more air signs or like Aquarians, right? Who can just immediately and easily detach, right? I know people who are like myself, Taurians, who are stubborn and are stubbornly loyal to a fault, right? To the end, we'll give everything we have. And then when we're exhausted, we'll finally blow up and say, no, I've been done when really we should have had those boundaries in the first place. So everybody's going to be different on this spectrum. But what I invite you to do is check in with yourself. Check in with yourself when people ask you for something. Even if it's for your time. Hey, do you want to hang out? How do you feel before you respond to that? Right? How has your day been? How is your energy? Did you get enough rest? Did you get something to eat? Right? How is your mindset? Do you have the space, the mental and energetic space to take on another person's energy, the vibration, their stories? And if not, that's okay, right? It's okay to be selfish with your energy, right? Now, if someone comes to you and they really, really need you, once again, if you have that energy and space, yes, but there has to come a time where you have to say enough is enough and you say, you know what? I would love to spend time with you today, but I just, my energy is not where it is, where I want it to be, and I'm not energetically equipped or I don't have enough in my energy reserves to go out and spend time right now. I thank you for this invite, but how about we reschedule for tomorrow or the following day or when you have some more free time? 
I really appreciate you and thank you for thinking of me and wanting to spend time with me. But right now I need to spend time with myself. Right? And that that doesn't sound mean. That doesn't sound like you're blowing them off. You're being completely honest. Right? Like, hey, I just don't have that energy right now. And for people like myself, saying no, especially when someone says they need you, that's, that's, that, I don't know the meaning of that. But I had to learn it. Because I learned that there were people around me who knew that I would say yes if they said they needed me no matter what. And they didn't care how I was feeling. They didn't care where my energy was. They didn't care where my resources were. It was just I knew, they knew that I was going to help them. And I knew that if they needed help, I would be there. So I did it, even if at the expense of myself. And on my journey of self-love, I learned self-preservation. And in self-preservation truly is selfishness. You have to look in and protect yourself to be able to then give yourself, right? And I think that we often have it so reversed. We think that we can just give ourselves and in time we'll just figure it out and we'll make it back up, right? Or that energy will come back and it does, but does it ever come back the same, right? Does it ever come back recharging you as you need to be recharged? No, because only you can recharge your own batteries. Only you can have that energetic recharge that you need. Now, if you're spending time with someone and they're complimenting that energy and you're, they're just enjoying the time and space with you and you feel like you're getting that energetic recharge, that's fucking beautiful. And I encourage you, once again, spend that time, right? Get that recharge. But if there comes a time where you just like, you know what, dude, I just want to be alone. I just want to chill and enjoy myself. Take that time and be unapologetic for taking that time because you deserve it. Right. You do so much in the world from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. Right. So many people listen to this podcast that I'm grateful for. Mothers, fathers, parents, school teachers, people who are in finance, college professors, you know, everybody under the sun. And I am so grateful to each and every one of you for listening and being here and supporting. But we are all different and you all have different things day in and day out that you deal with. And you have, and then that all requires energy. That all requires time. And I think that a lot of us, especially those that are in like a helping workforce, right, who do social work or those things, we are just, we want to give, we want to help. That's why we did this in the first place. But you have to know and you have to understand that you can't help anyone if you cannot help yourself. And sometimes helping yourself is saying no. Sometimes helping yourself is creating that healthy boundary. So once again, it's okay to be selfish. It is okay to say no and say, no, my energy is mine right now. As long as it's done in a healthy way, right? Once again, in order to be selfless, you have to be selfish. You have to build up water in your well before you can give it out, right? Or people are going to come to you and they're going to be like, where's this water? I needed this water. I get this water yesterday. Where's this water today? And if you say you don't have it, oh, well, now you're the enemy. Now you're the issue. Now you don't have time for me. Now you this, that, and the other. Once again, let those moments when you say no reveal the true nature of people. Because those same people who say that you're not there for me when I need you, even though you're there for them nine times out of ten, and this is that tenth time where you really need time for you, those people aren't really there for you. They're there for them. And they're there because they know you are there for them. 
but really they are being the most selfish. And that is the wrong selfishness. That's the toxic selfishness where you know that someone has energy depleted, where they, you know that someone doesn't have enough for you, but you know that they'll help you, so you do it anyway at their expense. That is selfish. There is nothing more selfish than that. And I don't mean that in a good way. It's in the bad selfish, right? There is nothing more toxically selfish. We'll say that, right? The difference between healthily selfish and toxically selfish. So I say that to say, you know, 2024 and really beyond has the potential to be so incredible for each and every one of us. We have some beautiful blessings and abundance. We have some great constellations and some beautiful planetary alignments. But we also got a lot of shit going on in the world. We have a lot of things coming to light. We have a lot of things being uncovered. We have a lot of truths being revealed. We have systems and structures, quite honestly, of our beliefs and our entire system of this world crumbling at its foundation and being destroyed. But that's so that we can rebuild it anew. So I ask you, what type of life would you like to build? If you were able to hit the reset button with all the knowledge you have now and restart, what kind of life would you like? Would you continue to be that person that gives and gives and gives even at the expense of yourself? Or would you say, no, I'm going to put myself first and attract the people who support that, who see that I need time for me and can trust and understand that I am still going to be there for them. You can attract people who see that you need that time and respect that and give you that space and create that opportunity for you. Or you can continue the cycles of giving even when you have nothing and continue to attract people who quite honestly are leeches. They take that energy from you. They're energy vampires, right? Quite honestly. And I actually like vampires, like the whole idea, but like, you know, not in a weird way. Anyway, like energy vampires are the ones who drain that energy from you and are the most toxically selfish because they don't care about you. They say they do. They may even try to physically show that they do. But you know, and you have felt, and you have heard it in your spirit and in your soul and in your heart. When you tell them, I just don't have it, and they force you to give it to them in some way, whether it be guilt or fear or some other manipulation, you, you know that they're not your friend. You know they're not your loved one. You know they are not part of your soul tribe. So it's your choice to once again set that boundary and create that distance and allow that relationship to play out as it should whether it prune off or evolve, right? That person understand and say, you know what? I'm sorry for the way I acted. You're completely right. You do need that and I'm going to figure it out my way. Or are you going to allow that relationship to prune itself off? And if that person continues to drain that energy from you or expect that energy when you're not going to give it, you can clearly see how much they quote unquote care about you, right? So once again, I think I find that this year and beyond is really about being unapologetically yourself, being who you are, staying true to who you are, being genuine, but most importantly, creating the life that you desire and quite honestly deserve while being and surrounded by the ones who love you the most, who love you genuinely for who you are, who care about you, who want to see you grow, who support your dreams, even if it's not their own. I find that the most incredible love is true unconditional love. 
love where no matter who it is, no matter where they are, no matter if you ever see them again, you want to see them happy. You want to see them grow. You want to see them smile. Even if it's, that's not by your side, even if you're not in their life, right? You just have a genuine love for someone to be happy. There is nothing more powerful than that. And when you experience that unconditional love for others, it's a mirror. It's a reflection to the unconditional love that you have for yourself. However, oftentimes we forget that just because we think about that self-love, we then have to act with that self-love and once again, create those boundaries and sometimes say no. So I say that to say it's okay to be selfish. It is healthy to be selfish, but you must have that balance between being healthily selfish and being selfless. Because at the end of the day, we all have a job and a responsibility and a duty to help our fellow neighbor, to be there for our fellow neighbor, because that is the only way that we are going to evolve and grow as a species. Whether we evolve consciously, physically, metaphysically, emotionally, or spiritually, or all five, right? We are going to evolve in some form or fashion. We decide what that looks like. And I choose to move forward in a world where we are looking out for one another, where we help one another, where we talk with one another, where we love with one another, where we share, where we experience sunsets together and sunrises, where we toil land together, where we build together. And a lot of people find that this is a utopia, but quite honestly, it's not. It is very possible. And as long as we do the work on ourselves and learn for ourselves what is most important, create the healthy boundaries, create the healthiness within us, we are then going to create the healthy world that seems utopian. I know it is there, I know it is present, and I know that it is within each and every one of us to create that balance, to live that balance, to be that balance. But we must first say enough is enough. We must first put that foot down and say, no, I am going to protect my energy. I am going to put myself first and act in selfishness so that I can then later practice selflessness. You can only do one before the other. And if you give out more water than you have in your well, you will give rocks, you will reach sand, you will reach dust. And before you know it, that is what you become. So I warn you and I urge you, and I tell you this with the utmost of love, put yourself first. Practice being healthily selfish. Practice putting your energy and time and space first so that when you're ready, so that when you are recharged, you can go out into the world and give and love and teach and share so much. And you can be your most authentic, truest and highest self and live in abundance, reside in your desires and create the life that you have always wanted. And then you can share that with so many people around you. You can inspire so many more people around you. But you must first build yourself so that until then you can build the world around you. And it is not until you build yourself can you then build the world around you. I wish each and every one of you a beautiful, beautiful start to this new year. I wish you love. I wish you healing. I wish you abundance. I wish you happiness. I wish you peace. And most importantly, I wish you healthy selfishness.
I wish you a resilience and a confidence and a self-belief and self-love to put the boundaries where they need to be, to say no when you feel in your heart you need to, and to more importantly, when you do feel the need to, help one another out, to give when you have the resources to give, and to continue to extend that arm to your fellow man. And as we do, we can lift up one another. That rising tide raises all ships and that rising tide of consciousness, of abundance, of once again, the number of eight, that infinity, there is an infinite number of resources for each and every one of us. And that wave, that rising tide truly is infinite. And this year we will see it. We will experience it only if we are able to build a ship worth sailing on that tide. And the only way we can build that ship is if we build our own first, then we help others. Once again, I love you. I wish you peace and blessings, love and light today, every day and always and in always and forever. May you continue to grow. May you continue to inspire. May you continue to love and thrive. But most importantly, may you continue to shine. Peace and blessings. Ashay.